Hello and welcome to the podcast Laughing Labia. My name is Alice Frick. I am the creator and MC of this show. I'm from Austria, so this accent is actually real. Uh, my name is Catherine Allen, so I'm a producer of Laughing Labia. And how did we come across to start this podcast? So basically, Laughing Labia, it's a comedy show, just to make that clear. A live comedy show, live comedy variety show. Yeah, so we don't talk too much about vaginas. It happens sometimes. <laughs> Just accidentally. <laughs> It's been running for about five years. And I started this show because as a stand-up comedian, I realized in bigger clubs, you only have one female comedian and four to five men. So the problem there is if... You, as a woman, don't meet the humor in the crowd, so they basically don't like you. Then they say, oh, women are not funny. But I think it's just difficult because if they don't like one man, then there are four other men whose style they can like. So therefore, I thought, hold on a second. If we get more women on stage, then the chances are higher that every need is satisfied from the audience. That is the reason why I started this show and my focus is to book the most diverse lineup as possible, to have all kinds of ages, of ethnicities, LGBTQ, lesbian, straight, homosexual, trans. So just to have a variety of stories, of jokes to be told. And we've started the podcast. This is a new thing. So the show's obviously been around a long time. It's very popular. But we've started the podcast to try and uh, to share the funniness of women. So after the acts have performed, we're going to have a little chat with them every month about a particular subject relating to funny women. So this time we talk to the acts about their experiences of being women in comedy, which is uh, currently very male-dominated. So that's this month's subject, but each month we'll pull from stuff in the news, stuff that's gone on, examples of, of women being funny in general in the world, and use that as our subject point. If you're interested to send us some topics, please feel free to email on the email of the website laughinglabor.com. We'll have the message down below. Should we get on with the live part of the show? Yes, let's get on. The only thing what happened, unfortunately, oh, yeah. we had a computer crash. So, yes, this happened. So we basically missed the first half and a little bit. Well, technically, we didn't miss the first half. We did actually record it. But then it crashed and then it went. Yeah. We fired ourselves, but then we had to employ ourselves again because we realized otherwise this is not getting done. Yeah. <laughs> yes, enjoy. We have fantastic acts. You can find all the acts if you like them. You can follow them on Twitter, on Facebook, on wherever. The names are on the website. It's www.laughinglabia.com or labia. I don't know what the Brits are saying. What are you saying, I Kat? think say labia. Did you tell your mom how the show is called? Yeah, I tell her every time. She's like, what are you doing on Sunday? I say, oh, yeah, it's, it's Laughing Labia. And then she just goes quiet. <laughs> yeah. Just disdain in the, in the silence. I gave my grandmother the flies of the show and she returned it to me <laughs> when I told her what it means in German. <laughs> <laughs> what is it in German? Lachende Schamlippe. Lachende Schamlippe. It doesn't sound that sexy, I have to admit. I kind of lachen, I kind of like that. Lachende Schamlippe, haha. <laughs> okay, let's get on. Enjoy the show and we'll be back. Please give it up for the absolutely fabulous Janet Bettersworth. I'm 74. And I'm up for grabs. I'm up for anything, really. Uh, you'll be very glad to hear that I'm a storyteller. 
Well, to, to be strictly accurate, I once went to a storytelling workshop. <laughs> um, and they asked us to come up with an idea for history's greatest monster. And I immediately thought of my ex-husband. <laughs> uh, just, just to ask his opinion, I... I <laughs> I've, I said to him, um, how comes, you know, just about all the monsters of history are men? He said, that's the easy love. He's, he's from Yorkshire. <laughs> um, women can't be monsters. They're too weak. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, no, I'm not having that. Myra Hindley. <laughs> Rose West. He said, they were just obeying orders, love. I said, well, what about that? What about uh, Countess Elizabeth Bathory, who drank the blood of virgins as part of her skincare regime? <laughs> he said, that's just a myth. I said, well, um, Lady Macbeth? Cruella de Vil? He said, they're just made up, you moron. I, I said, well, at, at least it proves there's a, there's a taste for female villains in, in films and such like. You know, we don't want to be portrayed exclusively as beige, do we? No, not as yes, vanilla, like wall-to-wall sugar and spice and all things nice. He said, even there you're on dodgy territory, love. He said, have you ever watched Game of Thrones? I said, no. He said, well, for your information, there are 17 male evil characters and only four female ones. I said, well, uh, give me the name of one of the female ones. He said, oh, let me see. Uh, um, there's, uh, there's Melisandre. She's a red-haired temptress. I said, oh, a bit like me then. <laughs> he said, no. I said, why, is it because I'm too nice? He said, no. <laughs> it's, it's because she's young. So anyway, uh, you know, I thought I'd check out this Melisande. And so I went on a, a Game of Thrones blog. And she came up on one of these lists the lists of evildoers. It said, Melisandre, she's a red-headed devil woman who burned Shireen, a sweet, innocent girl, child, at the stake. This is never cool. <laughs> oh. Bloggers getting a little bit judgmental there. <laughs> so, anyway, you know, um, be that as it may, I'm firmly convinced that women can, in real life can be just as evil as anything on HBO or Netflix. <laughs> and um, allow me to prove my point by telling you a true story which happened to me in Kenya, where I was brought up. I was talking to my brother yesterday, and he said, I wouldn't tell that story if I were you. 
I wouldn't tell that story to anybody under any circumstances. <laughs> um, so at this point, you know, this, this whole room becomes a confessional. All of you are the priest, and I hope you're going to be merciful because I apologize in advance for telling you about the most shameful thing I've ever done in my whole life. I was four years old <laughs> in a garden in Kenya. Now, at this point, I have to teach you a Swahili word, machungwa. After me? Machungwa. Again? Machungwa. Means orange juice. <laughs> so, our elderly African gardener, Lewa, had been toiling away all day in the hot sun. And I came up with an idea. Me and my three-year-old brother went up to him with a refreshing glass. Machungwa, Lewa. He said, oh, Asante Sana, and took a big grateful gulp and spat it out instantly. It wasn't machungwa, it was a glass of our piss. <laughs> uh, Lewa just said one word, mbaya, which means bad. Um, now, whether he was referring to the machungwa <laughs> or to me, I'm, it's, I'm still not clear. But either way, three weeks later, the Mau Mau uprising. Thank you for listening. Janet, actually, I, I wrote a sitcom and uh, we shot the pilot for it. And Janet plays my mother. <laughs> yeah, she can also do an Austrian accent. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Janet, I wanted to ask you, did you have any experiences with uh, being a female comedian? Did you have any cr crazy comments? Um, well, um, there's a lot going on at the moment about uh, male promoters um, and etc. You know, they're the scum of the earth and they kind of, you know, there's a scheme now in Edinburgh to provide some fundraising, you know, to provide taxis for women to go from their gig to where they live. And it's, all, it's that. But in fact, um, I haven't had any unkindness myself. I mean, I'm not really um, material for sexual predation because uh, <laughs> I'm 74. <laughs> um, but uh, I tell you just one thing um, that I don't like is when um, you might be having some kind of argument on Facebook and <laughs> or on a comedy forum, and the men, men who think of themselves as feminists, they can really pile into you, you know, if you don't agree with them. So to me, it's like they're, they're sort of getting their, you know, maybe this is unfair, but I think they're sort of getting their sadistic rocks off by under the guise of, of being feminists. So anyway, that's just my point of view. Thank you very much, Janet Bettersworth. Thank you very much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have two more amazing acts uh, here tonight. And uh, I'm really happy for the next one that she is here tonight. Her name is Hannah Brackenbury. She is uh, superb and you will love her. Please put your hands together for Hannah Brackenbury. Good evening. Good evening. How are we all doing? All right? Having a wonderful evening. Who's drinking tonight? 
Drinking on a Sunday night. You guys are hardcore, hardcore. Uh, my name's Hannah. I've come up from Brighton to be here this evening. Uh, as you can tell, I'm a musical comedy performer. I've got some silly songs to tickle your ears with. I'm going to start with a little medley of songs on the theme of my favourite hot beverage. When I'm feeling blue, all I have to do is make myself a brew. Then I'm not so blue. When it hits my lips, ooh, I start to shiver. Can't control the quivering inside. If you come with me, baby, you will see I make a lovely cup of tea. It's true. Anytime you want to, put the kettle on to any cup you want to, any mug at all. When you add the milk, ooh, my heart is soaring, hot brown liquid pouring through my mind. If you come with me, baby, you will see I make a lovely cup of tea. Cup of tea. so dry I'm searching everywhere for something to satisfy I said please Mr. Starbucks I don't want none of your shit because all I ever wanted was a bucket of PG tips hey hey I need a cup of cup of is it what I need hey hey I need a cup of cup of is it what I need Earl Grey I need a cup of cup of cup is what I need. And if I share with you my hobnobs, will you share your cup with me? Thank you. She also won the, for the Brighton Fringe Festival the best show at the Fringe. Please give it up for her. She is pretty impressive and amazing. So uh, one question for you. You also set up a female comedy gig, actually. How was your experience? Because we do, we do the podcast. 
<laughs> How was it for you to set up the female comedy night and what reactions did you get? Yeah, it's something I wanted to do down in Brighton. I run two nights, um, Funny Girls and Indigo Club. And it's just something I wanted to do to allow more women to perform because so many of the comedy nights are just all, nearly all male lineups. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's very well supported. But we do get the odd dodgy comment on lovely old social media. Uh, we get the odd message here and there saying that we're sexist and we shouldn't do all female lineups, even though 90% of the other nights are all male. And that's not sexist at all, right? Uh, but, um, no, it's all good. We're very well supported down in Brighton. Come down to so thank you, Hannah Breckenberry. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your last act of the night? Please give it up for the amazing Primrose Proper. I realized that burlesque is really difficult to put in the podcast. <laughs> So let's have a little chat now, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Primrose Proper, thank you very much for performing. What did, give us your opinion, or not opinion, but what did you have experience in burlesque for female performers? Probably it's all female performers. <laughs> but maybe you can say something funny. <laughs> I'm really out of breath. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a bit like a sex chat line or something <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Um, so, Belasca is predominantly female performers, or um, but there are a lot of male performers or performers um, that would identify as gender fluid or non-binary. Um, and the thing that I like is a lot of the male performers often wear sort of pasties as well, <laughs> in kind of solidarity for the fact that like male nipples are fine, but female nipples no. <laughs> um, and it's funny, I um. I was t talking to my mum about performing tonight and I actually um, didn't tell her what the show was called because I was too embarrassed to say the word labia to my mum. <laughs> and I think that's really wrong. Like, I think that, you know, we should, we should reclaim these words. We should be able to say whatever we want. And, um, yeah, and... Um, being, being a comedy performer in burlesque as well is, um, I think it's more fun. You know, a lot of people, when they first find out about burlesque, they think of Dita Von Tees and the corset, and she's very beautiful and glamorous, and she can kind of just stand there, and everybody will love her. Um, and when people get into burlesque, that's what they want to do. And then they sort of find out along the way that actually you can be funny as well. And... Um, and I think it's better to be funny. Like, that's the performers that I like to see are the funny ones. Um, and, and plus, I'm really greedy for applause. And if you're funny, <laughs> if you're funny, people respond all the way through. Whereas if you do a really beautiful classic act, people sit and watch politely and then they clap at the end. And I'm very insecure, so I need constant, um, <laughs> constant feedback. <laughs> Thank you very much, Primrose Proper. Thank you very much. And give it up for all the amazing acts you saw tonight. We will be at the bar drinking, yes. <laughs> we are all alcoholic comedians. <laughs> Easy to find. <laughs> Thank you very much. You have been absolutely amazing. Have a lovely night and good night. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. My name is Alice Frick. And my name is Catherine Allen. We will be back next month. Feel free to come to the live show.
Which is what date? It's always the first Sunday of the month in... November? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> it's in Soho. It's in Cuba now. It's at Cuba downstairs near Leicester Square. In London, in England, on Earth. Still in Europe, but who knows how long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening and have a good day. Bye. Bye.